Hey, it's me, Eddie B from the E's and B's podcast, and we're here to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored to you by Ohio Grudge Racing. Shout out to OGR, Josh Robinson and crew. Make sure you guys go check them out at OhioGrudgeRacing.com for some bomb-ass photos, videos, and keeping you up to date with the World Series of No Prep Racing. That's Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you check them out. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. They are a proud sponsor of today's podcast, OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the Bacon and Eggs of Pro Wrestling Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie. in shock after the unthinkable has happened. A brutal killing spree that left one teen dead. That's it. Two teens dead, and this small town shaken and stirred. It's times like these. Police are combing the area for clues. It seems there are no witnesses available at this time. There are no suspects in custody. Please are asking anyone to come forward. Report live for Black TV. White folks are dead. We get the fuck out of here. Let's roll, Jack. Let's go, motherfucker. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. Joining us again here on this spooky, spectacular October 
2023. Where you be? It's a Camp Crystal kind of day. So you know the deal. Crack those eggs. Butter that toast. Because it's time for the sunny side. It's a good Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the E's and B's on this Friday, the 13th here. As you know, diving right in, as we always do there in the NFL, a crazy week five in the books last weekend, starting off, as you heard there in the promo, those Jacksonville Jaguars beating up on those Buffalo Chokes there in London. Of course, everybody claiming the fact that Jacksonville played two games over there, they stayed, yada, yada. It was an L in my books, and that's how things went. Of course, now some of the several teams breaking out. We've got a lot more injuries to talk about. And, of course, those players and plays that you must see this weekend. We'll dive right into how those standings set starting out there in the eight. FC East, as we know, my, my, and Dolphins at a four and one leading the division. Then you got the Buffalo Chokes at three and two. The New York Sucks, they're at two and three. And those New England Cheaters, they're at a solid one and four. The worst start for Bilicek ever. And he's had two bad games back to back. Keep an eye out on that situation there in New England. Of course, he says he is sticking with Mac Jones, but We'll keep an eye on how things go this weekend for those Patriots. Then in the AFC North, we got the Steelers. They're at three and two. The Ravens are at three and two. Cleveland, two and two. Of course, a bye last week. And those Bugles getting back in the winning column. They're at two and three as well. And it looks like old Joey Burrow looking like he's back to par a little bit there for those Cincinnati Bugles. In the South, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're at three and two. Those Indianapolis Colts, they're at three and two. The Texans take a tough loss. They're at two and three. And those Tennessee Titans at one, or excuse me, at two and three. That's how it sets there in the AFC South. How about the AFC West? It's those Kansas City Chumps. They're at four and one. The Chargers, they're at two and two, coming off a bye week. Raiders getting a big win last week on Monday night, two and three. And those Denver Broncos, they're at one and four, still on that struggle bus. That's how things set over there in the AFC. Let's switch it up to those NFC East Eagles. They're still at 5-0, and the one of the only undefeated teams left in the NFL. Then the Cowgirls, they're at 3-2. and Washington, they're at 2-3. and And those Giants still struggling at 1-4. and Out in the north, it's those D. Joy. 
<laughs> That's right, those brand new lines, that is. They're at four and one. Those Packers taking a tough loss on Monday. They're at two and three. The Bears and the Vikings on the struggle bus at one and four. Now, the big rumor on the Vikings, Kirk Cousin maybe possibly on the go, as well as we didn't talk about it, but those Denver Broncos. Big rumors about maybe some trades going down before the deadline. Keeping eyes on those struggling teams and their quarterback and big stars. Will they make some moves to free up some cap space and move forward off of a bad season? Or will they just keep riding that struggle bus? We'll keep an eye on that. Then keep him going here. In the South, it's those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're 3-1. and one. Atlanta, they're at 3-2. and two. Saints are at 3-2. and two. And those struggling Panthers are still the only winless team in the NFL at 0-5. And, and wrapping it out here in the West, it's those San Francisco 49ers. Those guys are the other only undefeated team at 5-0. and Big win for them against the Cowgirls last week. Seattle, they're at 3-1. and The Rams are at 2-3. and And those Arizona Cardinals at 1-4. and Here's how the stats set going into this week. And my boy Tua still leading the league with 1,614 yards. Throwing on the rushing side of things is still McCaffrey. He's got 510. Receiving, it's still Nuka. He's got 572. Then on the TD side of things, we've got three players tied with five. And on the rushing side, we've got two tied with seven. Of course, we know who that is. That's Raheem Moster and the recently hurt A-Chain. As we talk about some of those injuries, we'll get to that here in a second here. As we know, it's going to be very detrimental for some of these teams. But as it is for my Dolphins, we've got a deep running back room. And I think with Jeff Wilson returning this week, things will be okay. Let's jump over to those defensive stats there. How about on the fumbles? It's my boy, Holland, there from Miami. He's still leading with three tackles. It's still going to be Franklin there in Indy with 69. Interceptions, we've got four players tied with three. And then, of course, rounding it out on the sacks side of thing it's that badge of the bone tj watt from the steelers he's got eight that's how it goes how about three games you must check out going in this nfl weekend starting out for the first game going down from london that's right bright and early get up get your coffee and check it out it's those two and three ravens they'll be taking on the two and three that's game 7 30 a.m there in london game number two it's going to be those five and oh 40 minus they'll be traveling to the two and two cleveland browns will watson start we'll keep an eye out for that that game 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Then game number three of the weekend there in NFL. You must check out. It's going to be those four and one brand new Lions. They'll be traveling to the three and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That game, 4.25 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Keep your eyes out on that. We'll be keeping you up to date with all the winners, losers, and those stat leaders right here next week on the Bucks. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. The gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a fanber, tell someone about this podcast. Keep it going here on the sunny side up. Let's keep it on the gridiron. Drop down to the college side of things. Fenders, a lot of them, six of them standing on the goal line waiting for the throw. You were hoping for time to launch. They come after him, does step forward. Then as he throws a high ball near the goal line, hook it up, bat it down. Oklahoma wins it. Yes, yes, coming off of a huge college football weekend last week. A lot of huge upsets there in the bag, as you heard there in the playing of 
Oklahoma knocking off Texas there in the Red Rival or in the Red River game there last Saturday as college ESPN game day was there on campus for the big game at the Cotton Bowl. And, of course, the other big upset, Louisville knocking off Notre Dame there last Saturday. Some huge big upsets, of course. Now we dive into this weekend as we have a little bit of a shakeup in the top ten. Here's how it sets. Starting out in the number ten spot, it's going to be USC. That's right, USC at ten. Number nine is now Texas. That's right, a big drop there after the loss last weekend. Number eight is going to be Oregon. They've been holding solid there. Number seven is Washington. Six is Penn State. Five now Oklahoma. They're moving up a little bit. Four is Florida State. Three is Ohio State. Two still Michigan. And of course, on top, the Georgia Bulldogs reigning defending champions. Of course, we're keeping an eye on that. Of course, we got a lot more to talk about, but we got three Big games going down there on the college side of things this weekend, starting out with number one. It's the number eight-ranked Oregon Ducks. They'll be traveling to the number seventh-ranked Washington Huskies. Keep an eye on that game, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Then game number two of the weekend, it's going to be the number 25th-ranked Miami Hurricanes coming off a disappointing loss there last weekend. They'll be taking on the number 12th-ranked North Carolina. That's right, the Hurricanes. North Carolina Tar Heels, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Then game number three of the weekend you must check out. It's going to be the number 10th ranked USC. They'll be traveling to the number 25th ranked I'm That game's going down 7.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Three big games, a lot of big talk there on the college. Who will get the big win they need and will the shakeups be coming again at the top 25 list we'll be talking about that the top 10 stats and everything coming off the college field right here next week on the best keeping things going here on the sunny side up let's switch the gears slide right on over and get on the pod that's right in hl I've already taken the king's crown, and now I'm here to take something of yours. We are just about set to join the public address, as you can see. The Stanley Cup champions forming up in the tunnel, set to take the ice here at the fortress. They will celebrate with the cup. They will raise a banner. Yes, the NHL is back. That's right, sliding back to the ice as we talked last week. Starting off there Tuesday, opening night, ceremonies, of course, three games. And then, of course, everybody else kicking in there on Wednesday. NHL 2023-24 season underway. Banner dropped. The Stanley Cup, of course, paraded around the ice there in Vegas as they got their opening night win. And now the eyes there in Chicago as the youngster, Bernard, made his debut, getting a couple good action and one goal, but getting the L in the first 
game of his season. Now we keep an eye on some of those other hot teams like last year's Boston Bruins as they set that record and then choked in the playoffs. Will that be the storyline this season for them again? Or will it just be an average ice season for them? Then, of course, we got other teams like the Kraken making surprises last year. And don't forget about just one year ago, Stanley Cup champion. That's right, right here in the hometown. It's those Colorado Avs. So we're going to be a lot of great action all year long across the ice. And we'll be keeping up to date with it right here on the E's and B's. Hey, it's me, Eddie B. And are you like me and wish you could be at every single no prep race out there, but you know you can't? Well, that's all right. Because this week's sponsor here on the E's and B's podcast will take you live to every event they go to. That's No Prep Felons. Live. Make sure you guys go check out our friends Bob and Kelly Rice there at noprepfelons.com for all of their action. Make sure you keep up to date with him. Get that bell. Everything clicked. Subscribe to their YouTube. That's No Prep Felons Live. A proud sponsor of the E's and B's podcast. Don't miss it. As we always do for the NHL side of things, we're going to give you three hard-hitting games you must check out there for this weekend. Starting off game number one, it's going to be those Nashville Predators. They'll be traveling to the Boston Bruins. That game's going to be 7 p.m. Eastern on NESN. Then game number two is going to be those Seattle Kraken. They'll be traveling to the St. Louis Booze. That game's going to be 8 p.m. Saturday on route. And game number three of the weekend you must check out. It's going to be those Anaheim Ducks. They'll be traveling to the reigning defending champion, Las Vegas Golden Knights. That game, the late one there on Saturday. So three games checking out. We'll keep you up to date with all the hits, goals, and everything with Jesus and all the good stuff off the ice right here next week on The Best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch it up. Go from the pond to the diamond. So oh, was the umpire down at first. Got to be the hardest call to make for an umpire. You never want to decide the game with a call on a check swing. 48,000 plus. Every seat sold. Almost none of them in use right now. Everybody's standing. And the 2-2 pitch. Hit in the air to left. Goriel is there. The Arizona Diamondbacks sweep the Dodgers and head for the LCS. Strike three. And the Astros, for a seventh consecutive season, are headed to the American League Championship Series. The Texas Rangers going to the Championship Series. And yes, 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 the MLB postseason in the heat of things. As you heard there in the opening before the break, we had some bad to the bone series. Texas sweeping there in Baltimore. How about those D-backs out west knocking off the L.A. Pay me Dodgers in a sweep. And then, of course, you heard those 
Yeah. Houston cheating. Astros getting the win there over the Twins. Those three teams now advancing to the NL and ALDS series. Waiting on one series, of course, the best series so far of all. It's those Philadelphia Phillies as they got a 2-1 lead over the, oh, oh, you know the deal, the Atlanta Braves. That series waiting to wrap up. Once it does, we will be having the AL and NLDS series launched, and we cannot wait. We'll be breaking all those down all the way up to, you know the deal, the 2023 MLB World Series that will be going down here in a short few weeks. So keep your eyes on that. Of course, like they said, Astros, a seventh straight time making the ALDS. Congratulations to those guys. We'll be keeping an eye on the all Texas ALDS series. And of course, we'll be seeing what happens here with Philly. So don't miss out. We'll keep you up to date and get you all ready right here next week on the best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. It's time to switch gears, pick the pace up, and talk some racing. Going to try to use every breaking zone to his advantage. Try to carry as much speed as he can. Go to the throttle a little quicker than he's been able to, but as he pushes the car, asking for more, the car won't give it to him. You can see the 16 got away from him right there. That was just simply William Meyer trying to get more speed. That is the breathing room that A.J. Allmendinger was looking for as they head down the backstretch, Rick, into that chicane. Last time in, William Meyer definitely carried more speed in the braking zone. This time, Allmendinger has a little bit of a gap. Byron knows there are five playoff points out there. He's going to be aggressive these final turns. But Almondinger still with a 5-6 car length advantage now. Almondinger's last win was at the Indianapolis Road Course back in 2021. That's 50 starts in here, baby. And now, A.J. Almondinger out of the final turn. He wins at the Charlotte Congratulations to A.J. Almondinger and his team last weekend on an outstanding race. There at the Robo course, as we know, race three, round two, elimination style there at the Robo last weekend and knocking out four more drivers. Of course, those four drivers getting bounced last weekend. It was the number 23 car of Bubba Wallace. Then it was the number one car of Ross. Crash him up, Chastain. The number eight car of Kyle Bush. And last but not least, it was the number six car of Brad Kazowski. Two champions there bounced last weekend. We're down, down to the final eight. We've got four races left on this year's season. Of course, starting off this weekend, we're going to be gambling, baby. That's right. It's right here in Vegas going down. And here are how those top eight set going into this weekend. And then the eighth spot is going to be the number 12th car of Ryan Blaine. In the seventh spot, it's going to be the 45 machine of Tyler Reddick. In the sixth spot, it's going to be the six, the 20 car of Christopher Bell. In the fifth spot, it's going to be the 17th car of Christopher Busher in the fourth spot is going to be the five machine of Kyle Lawson in the third spot is going to be the 11 car of Denny everybody hates you Hamlin and the second spot is going to be the 19 machine of Martin Truett Jr. and of course on top it's that 24 car of Willie Byron that's how it sets top eight going into this weekend right down there in Vegas and of course like I said four races left it goes Vegas 
Homestead, Martinsville, and of course, wrapping it up in Phoenix. We'll be keeping an eye on that Martinsville race as it will be a big elimination race. And of course, this weekend as well, will we get a new winner? Somebody advancing to that final four? We'll keep an eye on that. Of course, all the wrecks, winners, losers, and everything coming out of Vegas, baby, right here next week. Keeping things going, let's talk from the rowdy round world to the Street! That's right. No prep racing across the nation last weekend. All kinds of bad to the bone races. Of course, our boys like Limpy, Spool Media, Happy, everybody out there joining in on all of the bad to the bone action. Of course, we had some bad to the bone winners down there at Turkey Bash last weekend. Shout out to Happy Kinsey, a support your local street racer, putting and Charlie Bennett and everybody down there putting on a bad to the bone race. And of course, when it was all said and done, not winning not only on Friday in the radials and getting that car down, let's just face it, bad fast. But he also won there on Saturday. Shout out to Team Next and Frankenstein. Isaac Preston and team on an outstanding job down there at the Take it back this weekend there, or last weekend there. Congratulations to them on an outstanding run. Then we have the Rewind. That's right, going down there in Ohio as Stripper Glitter and Deep Team putting on a bad-to-the-bone race. When it was all said and done, it came down to another set of teammates. That's right. Shout-out to Opie Taylor and Alan Robinson as he came just a little bit shy at the finish line to the winner. Congratulations to Austin Shipper! Congratulations to those Team Mac and all those guys down there on an outstanding run for the Rewind last weekend. And then last but not least, down sale. That's right, in Missouri. That's right, at the Ozarks, our boy Lippy on the light. We want to give a congratulations to Callie Nate in the Daily Driver Division. Also, shout out to Turtle there winning the second chance. And when it was all said and done, coming out on top with the big money, congratulations to the man that's bad to the bone and on fire right now. That's right. None other than Ryan Mitchell and Casey Max. Congratulations to him and his team on an outstanding last four or five weeks he's had. He just keeps tearing it up with that new setup he's got. Congratulations to them. Now, of course, this weekend, it's going to be a sketchy one, weather permitting on several of the things we already know. Shout out to Corey and Limpy and them for having to, once again, cancel Cash Days of Virginia. We really were looking forward to that in the race this weekend, but unfortunately, weather was not in the favor. So, how about shout out to Cincy Street Nights? That's right, the last one going down not only tonight, but tomorrow, and it's flashlight start, and they're getting big checks. So, go check that out. Cincy Street Nights, of course, Happy and our friends will all be down there. We'll be checking them out. And then going down tomorrow up north, that's right, in Michigan, it's Detroit Hood TV's Pour Your Own Puddle at Milan, the last one of the year. Make sure you guys go check out Detroit Hood TV, Pour Your Own Puddle. Of course, our boy, shout out to No Prep Felons Live, Bob Rice will be in the house. Bob Rice will be on the property for this one. So make sure you guys go support our sponsor, No Prep Felons. Make sure you don't miss out on any of that action there tomorrow up there at Pour Your Own Puddle. And then last but not least, we got the No Prep Play Brawl. That's right. My boy BJ will be on the light for that one. So all kinds of bad to the bone action going down this weekend. We'll keep you up to date with all the winners, losers, and everything coming off the streets and the strip right here next week on the Best. With that, that's going to wrap up the sunny side. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to get 
freaky, spooky, crazy on you. That's right. We're going to talk the top 10 scariest and funniest scary movies. You Coming up next on The Meat, you're listening to the A's and B's podcast. week's me as you know it's a spooky friday the 13th episode here on the e's and b's and we are gonna scramble things up like we always do each and every year we celebrate all of the holidays here on the podcast and of course this week we're gonna dive into because it's friday the 13th that's right the top 10 scariest movies of all time and of course we're gonna do a little bit of it how about the top 10 funniest scary movies of all time as well so we thought we'd change things up let's just dive right into that that's right the number one or excuse me we'll go number 10 to one and we'll start out with the funny scariest movies first how about number 10 1986 is house never seen it before number nine is gonna be the reanimator that one started in the 80s as well number eight One I know very well, it's Zombieland. Number seven, Slither. Very spooky looking on the picture, I've never seen it. Number six, it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I do believe I watched that back in the day when I was a little bit younger. I don't really remember much of it. Number five, here's one that some of you might know. How about Shaun of the Dead? That's number five. Number four is going to be Return of the Living Dead. That one, another kind of spooky, funny one. Number three, it's The Cabin in the Woods. That's the scun- number three's funniest scary movie. Number two, how about Dead Alive? That's number two. And the number one funniest scary movie of all time, it's Evil Dead 2. That's how they list on the internet. Of course, not how I chose. I think you'd have to throw the Scream uh, spoofs in there and, and a few others. I know that scary movies are very, very hard to judge whether they are supposed to be funny or if it's just cheesy work. That's how I've always thought. Uh, I remember back in the day going with several friends. And of course, that's one way I would only really watch scary movies was was I knew there was going to be a girl involved. And of course, that's how all teenagers and young adults thought, I'm sure. But, you know, we just really rendered them around Halloween. and, And that was about it. You never really cared much about it. You didn't go to the movies. That's just how I grew up nowadays. Uh, horror films are huge, and there's a big culture and, and a, l- a large following compared to when I was a youngster. Here are the number top 10 scariest movies of all time presented to you by the internet. Number 10, it's going to be number 2017's It. Number 9, it's going to be the 2012's Inspicuous. Number 8, it's going to be the 2012's Sinister. Number 7 is going to be the... 1978 Halloween. Number six is going to be the 2002 The Ring. Number five is going to be the 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's right. Number four is going to be The Shining from 1980. Number three, The Conjuring from 
2013. Number two is Hereditary from 2018. And the number one scariest movie of all time and will always be the scariest movie of all time, 1973's The Exorcist. And that is the scary and funniest scary movies right here this week on The Meat. Stay tuned. We're going to jump up on the ropes, drop some bows, and talk some wrestling next. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. watching you for a long time and one day you're going to be a very special talent yeah it's just it's just one thing it ain't today just made famous by the undertaker and that's how things went down there on Tuesday night. Before we get to that, let's talk about how things went down on Saturday. That's right. Of course, another premium live pay-per-view for WWE. And it was in my home state of Indiana. That's right. It was going down there in Indianapolis there on Saturday. Of course, a lot of shocking matches in the outcome. We have no tag team champions as that's right yeet yeet jay uso and cody rhodes knocking off judgment day there at fast lane shocking everybody to their surprise and of course then on monday we had the research of kevin owens and sammy Zayn, and of course now that feud may be heading towards the true friendship between those folks as we know jay and sammy friends kevin don't like jay Cody, friends with all of them, so it'll be very interesting to see how that thing shakes out, and of course, they're still building up to their next big premium live pay-per-view, which will be the Crown Jewel event, of course, that one always huge, and big stars in on that one as well, but we know this, as Tuesday came around, it was NXT, that's right, bringing home all of the big stars to go up against Dynamite this Tuesday. As we know, we'll talk about that in a second. But they brought down L.A. Knight as a guest ref. Cody as the guest GM. Oscar was in a championship match. Paul Heyman was behind the corner of Braun Breaker. And, of course, Cena there for Carmelo Hayes. 
all kinds of stuff going on. Solo showed up to try to interfere. But when it was all said and done, as you heard at the end, The Undertaker closed the show out, letting Braun Breaker know there's still only one American badass in WWE, and it is him, not Braun Breaker. Awesome stuff, and of course, now we know tonight, live on SmackDown, it's the return, put your fingers up, of the Tribal Chief himself. That's right, Roman Reigns returning to action tonight on SmackDown. Now, whether he wrestles, I doubt it, but he will be on screen, so we can't wait to see what the next step is for the Tribal Chief and the Bloodline. Of course, we'll be keeping an eye on that and everything else. Now, over on the other channel. One of these. Kansas City, keep the noise down while I conduct my business. You came out here under the guise that you want to get the tag team back together when the fact is you need me. I don't need you. But I can't say I blame you for being a fan, Adam. I have a lot of fans around the world. In fact, I know your wife, Beth, is a huge fan. Woo! Friendships and things shaking there on Tuesday at AEW. Dynamite, a special night, of course, we know because of NHL hockey going down. And, of course, it was title Tuesday on Tony Khan's birthday there in Kansas City, Missouri there. As you know, the friendship between Christian Cage and Adam Copeland boiling over. Christian bringing up not only Beth, but... The, the girls there on Tuesday night, that rivalry definitely will be boiling over very soon. Of course, we know Edge made his debut against Luchasaurus there on Tuesday night. And of course, my DVR did not have the finish. We know this. I went and checked it out. An outstanding debut match, in my opinion. A definite match, I think, that they could have built up a little bit better, but... What a great job by both athletes. I can't wait to see where the storylines go. Of course, other big things that happened there on Title Tuesday. My team, the baddest tag team, I think, on the planet, FT. Ah, they got robbed of the titles. That's right, losing to Ricky and Big Bill. Now the rumor comes out later this week that Cash does have a rib serious shoe injury, so that may be part of what's going on. And we also know that the Bucks have the next challenge for those titles. So I'm not sure if there's more to that story than we know, but we'll be keeping an eye close on my boys, FTR, and of course, where those tag team titles go. Other big title changes there on Tuesday night. How about the AEW Women's World Championship going down as the champion Serena going up against the two-time, two-time champ in Cheetah. When it was all said and done, we now have the first ever Three-time women's world champion there at AEW. Congratulations to Sheeta on an outstanding job there on Tuesday night. And, of course, the MJF saga with Jay White still continues. As Jay White holding on to the Triple B, not giving it back. And, of course, the other big topic there Tuesday night, how about the quarters? Let's talk about it here on the E's and B's. I know a lot of, of the hate and stuff has been going on in this world, but that skit was approved by Tony Khan through MJF and several others, and I know it took a lot of heat this week, but I got to say, shout out to MJF 
and Juice Robinson on doing the right thing by getting it cleared and going the right route, even though some people in the media might not like it. You know what? Get over it. It's wrestling. It's entertainment. And if you take it that serious, then there's something else wrong with you. But that's just my point. Big, big show coming up for them. It's going to be full gear. That's their next big pay-per-view. So we'll be building up to that, keeping an eye on Rampage tonight. And, of course, don't forget about Collision tomorrow night on Saturday. Everything coming off the ropes will keep you up to date. And make sure you're supporting all of your local indie wrestling promotion like Rocky Mountain Pro and OVW. We support them here at the E's and B's. These wrestlers got to get their start, and they start somewhere, and that's those local indie wrestling promotions. So if you got one around you, make sure you go support them. Go buy a shirt or check them out live. They're online. That's how all these wrestlers get their start and get to the TV. With that, that's going to wrap things up. We're going to wrap this whole thing up like a burrito. Coming up next, that's right. We're going to give you those shout-outs and what's coming up next in the toast. You're listening to the E's and B's Guess. Yeah! Even when you feel low, you can still go Even when you feel slow, you can still go Even when there's no hope, you can still go I never answered a no, man, I still go Go, go Fans, it's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. As we always do each and every week here on the toast, we give you those weekly personal shout outs and, of course, giving you what we got going on each and every week and where you can find us at. Let's get things started out with those personal shout outs, as we always do. Want to give a big special shout out to a sponsor here on the show, Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson. Make sure you guys go check out OhioGrudgeRacing.com for all of the baddest no prep World Series action. That's OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Also, want to give a shout out to our other sponsor, No Prep. Felons, that's right, Bob and Kelly Rice. Make sure you guys go check out noprepfelons.com for all of the baddest three-angle no-prep live feed in the action. Of course, some bad-to-the-bone shirts, koozies, you name it. They got some cool merch. Make sure you guys go check out No Prep Felons Live. Also, shout-out to our boy, next year's sponsor here at the Ease of Bees, Jasper Graham. That's right, him, second type bipolar. Shout-out to those guys. We can't wait to announce those special comings here at the beginning of 2024. Also, want to give a big shout-out to Lippy. Shout-out to Happy and Kenzie at Support Your Local Street Racer. Shout-out to Go West T-Shirt Company. That's right. That's where we got our shirts from. Make sure you guys go buy an Ease and Bees red logo shirt. Shout-out to Spool Media. Shout-out to Jeff Thomas and Julie Randall Nitrous Nikki. Shout-out to Team Meatball. Shout-out to Team Mac. Shout-out to TC Tunes. Shout-out to 24-7 Motorsports. Shout-out to Carolina Performance. Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout-out to Pennywise Racing's Robert Smith. Shout-out to Raggedy Ann. Shout-out to Moonshine's Garage. Happy late birthday. Shout-out to the Tonys. Shout-out to Matt Smith. Shout-out to Team Hilton and Abeda. Shout-out to Rock- Rocky Mountain Pros. Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and oh, the peeps at the Green Solution, 810 North College Road. Make sure you guys check out the Green Solution for all oh, your cannabis needs. As we know, like I just said, t-shirts are up. Make sure you guys go get a red E's and B's new logo shirt. All sponsored shirts go to us, and we're 
are all proceeds coming in, and we're trying to bring you some bad to the bone fall and winter action. So everything helps. Make sure you guys go support the podcast by buying a shirt or a sticker. You can follow us at easeandbees.org. That's where you can find all of our social media outlets. That is that's easeandbees.org. Also, if you want to be a sponsor on the show like those guys, get us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to be on the show, be interviewed by the best here at Ease and Bees, get asked the same way. We'll get back to you, get it set up, and get a time and date set for you. That's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure you guys be checking out next week. We'll be transitioning over to some more winter sports. That's right, leading you up. NBA basketball is on its way here just in a short week and a half as well. So all kinds of new stuff coming this fall and winter. We'll be having a lot more live things on our YouTube. So make sure you guys are following us at Ease and B's YouTube, trying to get those subscribe numbers up. Thank you to all of those new subscribers out there. And with that, you know what time it is. It's the Sports Illustrated Fact of the day. That's right. Sabrina Novik Dvokic owns the ATP rankings record for the most weeks at number one and most years ended in the top spot, seven. He is the oldest year in number one in rankings. He is the oldest year end number one in rankings history. And that is today's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. With that, you know what time it is, folks. It's time to rip your top 10 cities downloaded goes like this. Starting out with number 10, I want to give a shout out to those people out in Boise, Idaho. Shout out to Boise, Idaho. Number nine is going to be Tyler. Texas, everything's bigger. Shout to Tyler, Texas, number eight, right there in the same state. It's Axel, Texas. Shout to my boys at Moonshiners, Axel, Texas. Number seven, it's gonna be a new one. How about Lock Now, Pardish, overseas? Number six, it's gonna be the home state where I used to lie. How about Indianapolis, Indiana? Shout to Indianapolis, Indiana. Number five, how about Cincinnati, Ohio? Shout out to number five, Cincinnati, Ohio. Number four, it's going to be upstate. How about Cheyenne, Wyoming? Shout out to Cheyenne, Wyoming. Number three, it's the home state where we lie. It's the capital. How about Denver, Colorado? Shout out to Denver, Colorado. Number two, it's overseas. It's Frankfurt, Germany. Shout out to Frankfurt, Germany. And back on top. It's the home city where we lie. That's right. Shout out to all my friends and family right here in Fort Collins, Colorado. Thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell some about this podcast, and make sure you go buy an Easy Bees Red Logo shirt. And until next week, make sure you have a safe, but a spooky, spectacular Friday the 13th and a kick-ass weekend. And always make sure you eat. We love you. Peace.